You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. All right, Pharrell on the bench, hour number two with Mafia. Hey, Moff, uh, I just wanted to say, you know, uh, it's really, I, I have to apologize to the audience and everything and all those, uh, you know, betters out there. And uh, Pharrell on the bench.com, you know, fans. You know, sorry, I, I really am sorry that I I went 8-0 in the NHL tonight. I'm sorry that, uh, you know, with all the geniuses around, with there's so many just geniuses everywhere that are just so just so incredible with their picks and just the the depth that they go to to explain their 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 bets and how to you know you to bet and spend your money. I'm so sorry, Mafia, that I had to just you know come in with an eight and zero night in the NHL. Sorry about that. With as little as I give out for my reasoning behind my picks. I'm just like, you know, on coast to coast, just take the lightning, take the penguins, even without Crosby, take the Islanders, take the Rangers because the Sabres suck. Take the jackets because the Red Wings are on fire. Take the Canadians because they haven't won in a month. Take the Jets and Varela peg and take the Canes because they won last night in overtime down 2-1 with three minutes left. They still won in overtime in Florida. I go, those are the reasons. And then I hit every single game. All of them. Perfect. How do you like them, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry I was perfect tonight for you because I know how sensitive everyone is when I get a bet wrong. Sorry about that. Eight and oh night. Sorry, sorry, Mafia. As you know, I've had a million of those in the past, you know, big nights. And uh, I just, I always like to apologize when I win everybody so much effing. Cash. Man, that guy's a mastermind. I mean, honest to God, eight and oh. I should just go, like, party right now. Don't hate Mafia, me because I'm go, beautiful. You want to go to Lace, Mafia? You still get it's in like there. we got ourselves a ladies' man. We still have to wear masks at the strip club? Are we on the air? Check one, two, mask strip He's club. pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up those pants. So well, there's a lot going on, a lot of stress everywhere. I see that the mafia, the uh, governor in Texas has uh, lifted all restrictions and now everyone can do whatever they want. No masks and 100 percent capacity at every uh, everything, restaurants, bars, sporting events. It's over in in Texas. Now, the governor has uh, announced that basically the, the covid is is gone finished, done, kaput, and that there is no variance that could possibly touch his beloved state and that everything is back to normal and everyone should just go out and run naked and party. Can you believe that, Mafia, that this guy went on uh, record and just basically said, we're open for business. We're back in business. Do whatever you want. Can you believe that? Like, honestly, like, we are so close I believe to being through this, like if everyone gets vaccinated right now, I know there's a lot of people out there that are smarter than everyone else and they're not going to get the vaccine because they're so smart. SMRT. Uh, all I know is, uh, you know, I'm not doing it. Let everybody else do it. Let everyone else get a third eye blind. Let everybody else uh, end up in a wheelchair. Let everybody else have their package fall off. Uh, you know, everybody's a genius until uh, everybody around him's dead, right? But I just don't understand why you would do that when we're this close to the finish line with people getting vaccinated. It's amazing to me. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates, Sirius XM, Channel 204, 
Mightier 1090 in San Diego and all of Southern Cali near Tijuana. Do you wanna? Sports Map Radio, Sports Byline USA, Armed Forces Radio all over the world. Hoorah, soldier. Hoorah. It's Pharrell on the bench. I'm Pharrell with Mafia. But I just don't understand when you're at, at like right around the corner from glory. You're you're literally in the last mile of the Boston Marathon. All you got to do is finish and and then everything will be gravy. Like, how do you how do you open the floodgates early? How do you say, you know what? We're going to just let everyone party, eat, drink, be merry, go to restaurants, go to bars. Everybody's fine. Don't wear a mask. We're all good here. Don't. Don't bother us. We're fine. Uh, we're fine here in Texas. We got it all figured out. We have footage, Mafia. What do you have for me? Well, we did have, uh, you know, Mike's inside the governor's office when they're discussing this idea. And there were people that had their problems, but the governor decided not to listen. I'm not listening to you. I know about this. I know about everything. That is dramatic footage that we have obtained in the sports grid uh, spew newsroom where we've been able to obtain various bits and pieces of excellence, like the governor right there admitting uh, that he knows more than everyone else about everything. Does he know that we ran naked and skinny dipped at Lake Louisville? Probably. He knows everything, that guy. COVID's over. Variants are over. Everything's fine. What's next? Gavin Newsom's going to do it in California. What's next? Governor Cuomo in New York's going to stop hitting on young girls. <laughs> I mean, what is next? How about that loser senator they got down there, Cruz, you simpleton? Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Our goal is subtle, but profound. We want you, Sporto, to hold court at the company water cooler every Friday and Monday. Get it? That's the winning edge. All you gotta do is listen. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Bench with Mafia. So, do you like? Because I love Chris Domino. He's a good friend of mine. He's been on forever on this show. I used to work with him going back 
you know, 20 years, something like that. 93, something like that. That's almost 30 years. <laughs> I can't even. 28 years. I mean, I'm almost 30 years, like close enough. Like, listen, Mafia, I told you the day that they did the math class, I went and got a bag of weed. I was busy. I, I went down to the train tracks. I met this dude. I, I missed that day when they did the math counting. I told you I'm really good at counting money. All the other stuff, trigonometry, algebra, geometry, chemistry, all those trees. I'm not a fan, but I'm really good at counting C notes. Let me ask you a question. So he must be half nuts that he thinks Trey Young's not a good player. I mean, is that what he just said to me tonight? He just said that he doesn't like him because he thinks he's leaving or something. Well, I that's I think that's different than saying he's not a good player. I don't think that's, you know, he didn't say he wasn't good. He just says he doesn't like him because all he does is shoot threes, right? And the bottom line is, is that you know as well as I do, he does a lot more than shoot threes. He shoots threes a lot, fair enough. But he gets to the line, and he gets fouled, and he drives, and he dishes, and he he lob dunks to guys. He makes plays happen. He is the best player on that team, without a doubt. Yeah, he definitely is. Asked. He is. You know, I think part of it is that he, he feels that he should be making the team better. He, he puts it all on him, and it's not necessarily on him. That might be unfair that he maybe he's not putting enough blame on these other guys. But he feels like this team should be a lot better with the talent that they have, with the guys that they've drafted very highly over the last four or five years, and that they've just right. never been able to put together. And, I mean, I guess you know, it, makes it, it doesn't help his case when you look at what Doncic is doing now. It's not like that team's great either. But when that guy's putting up triple doubles left and right in an MVP conversation at this point, and the Hawks are still, what, like the ninth or tenth best team in the East, kind of puts a, you know, a black mark on Trey Young's uh, you know, record right now with people in Atlanta. I mean, fair enough uh, that you, if that's the way it's going to go, then you're going to blame him for everything. So it's his fault as well that Lloyd Pierce just got fired, right? So let's just blame him for everything. Let's just do it. Let's blame him for everything. I think they got Collins. Now they're going to trade Collins. That's all we've heard about is that Collins is out of there. And I mean, that has been going on for two months or longer where all I've heard about is, is Collins is getting traded, right? Fair enough. And then uh, they have Capella, Hunter, Herter. They have all these players, uh, uh, Danilo Gallinari, Rajon Rondo. They have everyone. And uh, they don't win enough. They won tonight against Miami. Fair enough. Who's to say whether they have a huge second half with Nate McMillan? But you can't tell me any way till Sunday that he's not a good player. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, there are only so many guys that can, and I, I'd agree with you, Mafia. You had a great point, is that Doncic is literally, in my opinion, winning those games by himself for Dallas. He's like, he's just winning by himself. I know those guys all pitch in and stuff and <laughs> hit a few J's. And, you know, Hardaway hits a couple that maybe has a dunk, you know. Porzingis has a 20 or something. But the reality is, is that he wins games by himself. Well, there's still a 500 team, basically. They're still 500. I'm not talking the Hawks. I'm talking the Mavericks. They're around 500 unless I'm, I'm not looking at it. I don't know. It's somewhere around 500. And then the Hawks are five under 500. I think they're around five under 500. And then the reality is, is that uh, I would agree that they're, uh, success has not been there. Uh, they're that they have all this talent. They do have talent. I just rattled off all the names and I think they can, I think they can ball. I would have never thought they'd beat the heat tonight by 14 in Atlanta. So there have been signs of, there have been moments where they've looked good and been, uh, successful. There's just been way too many, uh, unsuccessful moments. They're just, uh, the, the, the winning is certainly not as often as the losing. So I'll give him that. But I don't know about pinning it on him because they all are in this together. It's a team. And I, I'm, I'm still that way. There's only so many LeBron James that, you know, uh, everything in the world goes well for him. You know, just it's just all he works his ass off. 
and he gets nothing but gold. And he's wearing a gold uniform. And he's, you know, winning titles now in Lipstick City. And he's got Davis. And the rest of them, to me, don't even matter. Now, I know people get all sensitive in L.A. when I say that, but the reality is it's true. And when he wasn't around and they started losing, it was because, frankly, because of that. <laughs> because you've got LeBron and him and nobody else. I mean, the other ones are just, if, if LeBron and Davis were both out of that lineup, the Lakers would be in ninth or tenth in the, in the West. Mafia, if they didn't have LeBron and Davis and they both blew out, and they were both injured and finished for the year. What would happen to the Lakers? What are they going to run out fatso out there? <laughs> I mean, they got, I saw him playing the night and I'm just sitting there watching the game going, Oh my God, they're just, you know, they had it all. <laughs> you know, I was looking at their lineup at one point tonight and tell me I'm wrong, but uh, I saw out there earlier, you know, Dudley, as I was talking about fatso, they had him out there and I'm like, what is going on here? And then think about it. Morris, I like Montrez Harrell. I'm not, you know, not always, but I like him. I like him. Not always, but I still like his game. Schroeder, they've been given all this, you know, credit to and love to. There's no doubt the guy uh, can play. There's no doubt he's got speed, and there's no doubt he can play. But he's never done jack except put up, like, some funky games. He's had some great games in L.A. and otherwise. He's played wherever he's been. He's, he's had moments. Fair enough. He's had moments, but he also wasn't on that team last year. So, you know, and even on this team, they give him all this credit that he's this big, uh, you know, piece of it. He's not better than Rondo was. And I think Schroeder's a better player now than Rondo in terms of youth over age, whatever, only. But in terms of experience and winning and titles, it goes Rondo. And he's gone. So Schroeder got his job. Caldwell Pope, you know, some nights he has big nights and shoots threes and other nights like tonight, he's, he's played 15 minutes and he's over. He's over. That's what he is tonight. He's over. Dudley, please. He should be playing with me. That fat ass Jones, Matthews, Caruso, Horton Tucker. They don't even matter. And then they try to sell us a uh, Horton Tucker. Like he's taking over the world. Just stop. So you can talk about all these guys. There's only so many LeBrons. So I think what he wants is Trey Young to be LeBron and to uh, win every night and I guess to be on national television every night and to do documentaries on his high school son's team and to do whatever else he wants, Hollywood, make movies, whatever else. I think Trey Young needs to stay where he is. I think they need to fix that team. I thought, uh, frankly, I thought Pierce sucked. And I, I think that Nate McMillan is better from day one. And I think the proof will be in the pudding. And I think they'll get better with Nate. A lot of people said Nate got screwed when he got fired because everybody thought Nate was a great coach. Well, now he's got another gig and he could steal this gig like Wally Pip now that he's got it. I never once thought Pierce was doing a thing for the Hawks. Everybody else said he's this wonderful person. Well, that's great. Go run a church. Uh, I need them to win. That's what I think Chris wants is for them to win. I think they can win with Trey Young. I think at some point they will. And I think Nate McMillan might get them there. I think they're better than their record. I think they have talent. They're young. They're a little stupid. They make a lot of mistakes. It is what it is. But I don't think he's the problem. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. 
Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley. With premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more. All built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. All right, Pharrell on a bench. So, uh, look, I, I don't deny, I'm not tripping over here. I don't deny that the Lakers are a good team, that they have, you know, nice pieces and a nice, you know, squad, bench, whatever you want to call them. There's no doubt that they, I think, flourish under LeBron. I mean, that's the reality of it. I mean, Mafia, are you going to argue that? that that the that the Lakers are stirred by LeBron's uh, straw. I mean, honestly, of course, I don't think anybody would argue against that. I don't think there's anyone dumb enough to even come up with the notion that LeBron James isn't the reason that team does what it does. Whether he's you know if AD was there by himself, it wouldn't be the same. Just like it wasn't in New Orleans. If any of those other guys were playing together without him, you could put. All those guys with, you know, one of these other guys. Let's say you throw PG-13 in and say LeBron or, you know, Westbrook or Harden. You, so many guys you could throw in there that without LeBron, it's not going to be the same. Do you think, like, he makes them all better, though, right? Like, all of those course. guys that I talked about, at the, when I went down their bench and I told you all those players' names, I mean, literally, <laughs> all of them would, wouldn't even matter. They wouldn't even matter on other teams. They matter now because they're on national television every night, getting burned, playing with LeBron, right? I mean, it's that right. simple. When you, have, when you have a player that's that incredible that everybody on the court has to keep their eye on him, it's not one guy ever guarding LeBron. All five guys on their team are watching to see what this guy's going to do, even if they're not directly looking at him. In some way, they're you know aware of where he is. And that little bit of hesitation on their part Lest their guys get open, lest their guys set the screen, they get someone else up, or you know, set that back cut that they don't see and are slow to react to because they got that one eye on LeBron. So just his presence on the court makes those guys better because of how the other team has to react and shade towards them. So Booker's got fifteen tonight, and he's uh, he's up seven at the half. Uh, Bridges eleven, but it's basically the D book show for the Suns. I think he's a freak. I like watching him play. One of the things I notice about his uh, game that stands out to me is his ability to, you know, there's a lot of guys that are great off the ball, right? But none that stand out like Curry and that, you know, really create off of the space that they get and, and how they are without the ball, right? The way they move and get open and their, you know, timing of their space. So they have time to get there and to get the shot off because they shoot so quick. Curry just bang, bang. He, he gets open and, and releases, right? But the thing about Booker that I'm noticing is that he gets his space. And I think that he does it, Mafia, not only by timing when he doesn't have the ball but i think it's because he gets off the ground like no one uh i've seen in terms of for his size for his size the way he shoots and gets that spring off the floor 
Uh, he gets up in the air. I mean, this guy gets up in the air when he shoots. He gets, he'll have a step back and he'll, I mean, he gets up in the air and releases that shot over guys uh, that are, you know, got their hand in his face, whatever, good defenders. It doesn't matter who it is, whether it was in the bubble, whether it's tonight. Uh, the guy lights people up and I think he gets an extra bit of, you know, work his, you know, he's already got 15, like he'll pop 30 tonight. You would think if he has the same kind of half, he just had, and he was lighting it up. And when he shoots, if you notice, he gets off the floor, like no other. I mean, he's like, he's literally, cause he's not LeBron size, but when he shoots, he gets off the floor, like twice as high as, as guys normally jump when they shoot a J like a real, you know, just a set shot mid range, you know, field goal, a shot where the guy's in full motion, he'll get, he'll get off the floor. Guys barely jump. They jump like a half foot or a foot off the ground. Your boy Booker, watch him when he shoots. Like a, a lot of times he gets off the floor. It looks like he's three feet off the floor when he shoots. I mean, he, yeah, he just springs off the floor. And I think, and I'm not talking about dunking. I'm talking about getting space to jack shots. And then he makes them. So he's got a, a fantastic stroke, a nice release, and strokes it in. He just, how many times have you seen that guy just smoke a all-net J, like just a rainbow snapper right out of his hand, and it goes splash. It doesn't even hit the, the rim. He's like, Curry, Devin Booker has turned into an absolute pimp playing in the NBA in Phoenix. I mean, that's it. Like, I never thought Mafia, when I watched that kid, I'll be honest with you, when he was at Kentucky, I don't ever think I thought at the time that he was going to be some NBA superstar. I really didn't. I just thought he's just another really great player that went to Kentucky because every time I turn around, he's got great players playing in Lexington, Calipari. And he was just another in the long litany of good players that had played there. I never thought he'd turn into what he's turned into in Phoenix. Did you? No, I don't think anyone really saw it coming. I mean, obviously some people did when they drafted him, the scouts and stuff. But I think like for the common person like us, you know, you're watching the game. It's hard to get that when you, you know, have these guys from Kentucky or, you know, most of the one and dones in general. Like there are some obviously like Zion and some others where you look at them, you're like, wow, this guy's incredible. But you know, for a lot of players, because they're so young and so underdeveloped physically, you know, you need them to be at a you know program where they're playing two, three, four years to really see those leaps and bounds in them to say, all right, this guy's going to be a great NBA player. But you don't see that a lot with some of these kids because even though they're so good, you only see them for so short. You don't see that you know physical One ability year. catch up. Right, you don't see the, the mental ability catch up to the physical ability and all come together as they get bigger and stronger. You know, especially with those Kentucky guys. So while you see, you know, flashes and glimpses, you don't really get to see the whole picture until they're in the NBA and probably for another, you know, two years after that. He's 25 and a half a game, three and a half boards, four and a half almost dimes. And, uh, I mean. I mean, there's no better, you know, example of that than him or a guy like, you know, you've talked about this guy all season, Randall. Julius Randle's been the NBA punch. We're like, you know, you think this guy's like in his 30s, but he's only 26 because of coming, playing Kentucky, coming out one year. And then, you know, it takes a couple of years, took years for him to develop. Some of these guys, it takes them three or four years in the league for their body to catch up and their mental game to be where the rest of these guys are. You know, this year he's shooting, uh, Booker's shooting 50% from the floor, 36.7 from downtown, 84% from the line. And uh, he's averaging three points more than his uh, career average. So he's going off now like never before, right? That's what that means. When his career is 22-7 and he's averaging 25-5, uh, you know what's right around the corner doing push-ups? 28-5. This guy does whatever he wants every night, and he's like a snake in the weeds. He doesn't even, you don't even like see it coming when it just snaps off your ankle. Whap! Snap! He's just finding space and getting open and just snapping shots off. Guy's just a freak. I love watching that guy play. Like, you gotta admit, Mafia, like Doncic, Booker, I'm starting to get that way with this. Uh, well, I've always been in Dame time. It's just ridiculous what he does. 
And uh, then your boy, Mello, he starts popping off in the fourth quarter. He's had a couple of moments this season, last night being one of them where he just took over the game. But there's so many guys now that I, I want to watch Mitchell. I really do. I think he's great. And you know what? Uh, I think, you know, on that team, at the very least, like last night, I'm sitting there watching him and they lose to the Pelicans or whatever. And I think, you know, they got a lot of guys on that team. Clarkson has blown my mind. He had a 20 spot last night. Clarkson's had big games. He's had a, a huge season for them. And I think watching Spider's incredible. Clarkson's averaging 18. And um, he had a 40 uh, spot against Philly. The guy knows how to score. There's no doubt. He's got four boards, two and a half, almost dimes a game. I think he's been great with Spider. And then uh, Bogdanovich had 31 uh, last night. That was in a loss. So I like watching them. And certainly the Nets, you can't even argue with me that the uh, watching them with Harden, who goes every single night, Kyrie doesn't, but when he plays, he's a freak. He absolutely is unstoppable. And Durant never plays. And meanwhile, I think he's better than both of them. I think Durant's better than Harden and Kyrie Irving. And he's absolutely unguardable at seven foot. He gets his shot off whenever he wants, no matter what. I've never seen anyone stop him from uh, getting a shot off. I still haven't seen anyone swat him or stop him or he does whatever he wants. He's back from that Achilles. Then he, then he blows his calf out. It's unbelievable. The luck this guy's having late in his career. It may be that way, Mafia. It may be that way the rest of his career. We just is constantly injured. He's just breaking down. That's just all there is to it. Nobody wants to talk about it, but he never plays. And they're always talking about when he's coming back. He'll be back after the All-Star game. We've been hearing that for two months. All I know is when he plays, he's unstoppable. And then they say, oh, we just need him for the playoffs. It doesn't matter if he's out now. I want to watch the guy play. I don't want to watch the guy in a hoodie over on the bench sitting there with a mask on and cheering his teammates on. I want to see the guy fill it up. And I got to tell you, Harden's the, the, the workhorse. I think he's a badass. I can't wait to see what he does to Houston tomorrow night. H-Town, your boy's coming home and he's going to light your ass up. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. It's not your wife. It's not your kids. It's not your neighbor. And it sure isn't your boss. Only we understand you. We are your friends. You're listening to The Winning Edge.
Edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, Pharrell on a bench. So my boy has a ticket on uh, Clarkson to be sixth man of the year. Uh, 20 grand plus 200 to win 40 large on Clarkson. And I've seen the ticket. It's a nice bet. And he has put on a show. I'll give you that. That's what my boy said. He said he puts on a show every night. I think he's uh, definitely been having a season they give him so much burn and he's just been pouring it in he's had huge nights uh i love watching them play uh frankly uh and i think conley gets no love either and i that guy's another one he's a real mother pharreller to deal with you gotta guard him you got problems on your hands he's as smooth as they come honestly at the point in the league i mean mike conley does it every night He's no joke. So they're they're fun to watch. And you saw it. I saw it. We all saw it. They, I mean, they kicked the uh, Lakers' ass. Now, I know. I understand. It's not, the, it's not the finals. It's not the playoffs. It's not the first round, second round. It's nothing. It's just the regular season. doesn't even matter. Fair enough. I get it. Fair enough. But I don't care what anybody says. When you get your ass beat like that. <laughs> It could be on your mother's birthday. It doesn't matter. When you get your ass beat like that, you know it. There's like, you know, no one's talking at the dinner table that night. I'm telling you, no one wants to get their ass beat ever, anywhere. And when they do, it's the worst day ever. I like watching that team. That's a team. They fill it up. They move the ball. They score. They defend. They block shots. They do everything. And high speed. And I'm telling you. Uh, I told you today on Coast to Coast, even, I said it. What did I get, uh, Mafia? 22 to 1 on the Suns. <laughs> and uh, what was the other one? It was 16 to 1 that I, that I oh, the Heat at 16 to 1. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, now, look, this, the Heat puked tonight. Fair enough. Sometimes everybody needs a little uh, Pepsi. You know, you might need a little Pepsi, Mafia, a little Pepto. Get a little Pepto-Bismol going with some Pepsi. Sometimes you get a little upset stomach. You don't know when you're going to have a, a bad run. You don't know when when you're going to lose. Everybody gets a stomachache once in a while. So anyway, uh, I was just watching the game just so people know. When you watch like LeBron right now and taking on D-Book in this game, right? So when you watch them on TV, they all look, just so you know, I, I just want to refresh your memory here so you understand this. Because I think people forget this really quickly when they're watching ball they see all these guys playing on tv and they're like man that guy's incredible i wonder why he's so good have you ever watched him guard somebody and you truly see how huge he is like when he's standing there reaching out and guarding someone and he's 68 280 whatever he is you don't realize how big 68 is until you see your wife would leave you in 5 seconds for him when he walks in the room, Mafia's like, what did he just say? Something about my wife leaving me? <laughs> no, like when I introduced 34C to Mario Lemieux, he's 6'6", whatever. He's huge. Uh, she was just ready to have his babies. Right. And I offered her up to him. It didn't work out, but I would have made a lot of money off of that. But when my point is, when you're watching LeBron tonight, you don't realize when he's shooting his little and one, no look off the kiss off the glass, and he flicks it up in the air and it goes in off the Jimmy, you don't even realize how big he is. Like, I mean, this guy, when, when you see him flying in dunking and you're like, man, that guy can really dunk. Do you realize, like, him jumping to dunk is like you lifting a bowl out of the cabinet to make cereal, Okay. You're like, let me grab the bowl and pour some cereal and milk and eat the cereal. That's what it's like for him to dunk. I mean, he just literally, when you climb into the shower, that's him dunking. 
you know how you just kind of walk into the shower and step over the the little wall and you get in the shower? That's him flying through the air doing a reverse 360 spin dunk because they're all so big. You don't realize it until you're standing next to them. I'm six, three and a half, 220. I'm like, you know who I am? Literally, I'm JJ Reddick. JJ Reddick is six, three, whatever. These guys, they look uh, on TV. They just look normal to you. And you're like, man, he sure is good. It's incredible what he can do. Well, it helps being six, eight, 280. Okay. You know, and trust me, when you watch Zion Williamson, this guy's like, he's like 300 pounds. He's like a bull in a China shop. When he rolls through you, he's not afraid of anybody. I said this today on Coast to Coast. When that guy went at Gobert last night, right in his face, throwing dunks down, trying to score on him right in his face, like taking him on, bouncing off of his chest, going right up that tree, climbing a tree and saying, I'm not afraid of you, B. That's when you know. Take a good look. He's big. I mean, that guy, he looks like a freight train at 300 pounds coming at you. And he's big. You go out there before the game with your beer and your girlfriend, and you walk next to him, and he's your girlfriend's up to his belt buckle, okay? That's when you'll know they mean business. These guys, like, you stand next to Anthony Davis. I mean, you're up to his kneecaps. This guy's a monster. You have no idea. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean, Mafia? You're 6'5", 240. You're a big boy. They're bigger than you. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're way bigger than you. I played against, you know, some guys that are like 6'8", 6'10", 7 foot, you know, back in high school when I played travel. And it doesn't matter what I try to do against them. They just do whatever they want against me. They're huge. I mean, I remember one time when I was uh, an intern back in college, I went to one like the pre-draft things for the nfl they had, had like the uh it was i think it was like a madden party at like jay-z's 40 40 club and it was right. the year that mario williams went number one and then uh you know i forget who there was a bunch of other guys there too i forget the, the big tight end uh, vernon davis was there too like right i went and you know, like interviewed mario williams i'm six five at that time probably like 215 that guy is like six 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 seven still well, for, huge to me. Like the guy shook my hand. I couldn't see where my hand went. It disappeared. The guy's hands right. were so huge. Like he made me look small. And he was only like an inch and a half bigger. Didn't you go to dinner or didn't you go to the, did I do the pilot with Michael Strahan? Did you go to that event? I was there. Yeah. Bro, he fed me a meatball while I was in the sound. Right. Do you remember how big he was? Yeah. Like you don't realize it until you're, cause when you watch him on TV, they just look like, wow, Michael Strahan's really good <laughs> at his job. Uh, he's great Russian, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers. But the bottom line is when you stand next to him, you're just like a child next to him. That's what you look like. It's so funny when you stand next to these guys and they're monsters. And then right, when he's next to the guys like Tony Gonzalez or Howie Long or those right. guys like, oh, yeah, whatever. They look normal. And then you see him next to like, you know, Kelly Ripa or Ryan Seacrest. You're like, right. damn, that dude's huge. You don't realize it. Like, I'm watching tonight. I'm watching, like, LeBron guard the guy, and he's, like, reaching out. And I'm like, look how long his arm is. His arm is longer than your entire body. Like, you don't look at him right now. Just look at him on the floor right now and really think about he's taking on eight and a seven-footer right in his face, and he jumps right up. His knee is on Aiden's chin. And he, because he's a monster, you don't realize, you've seen LeBron every night for the last 20 years, you watch him every night, you're like LeBron, 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 but you don't really realize, look at him bringing the ball up the court. He is honest to God, 6'8", 280. He's a monster. He is bigger than everyone on the floor except Aiden. And he would kill Aiden because Aiden's still a toothpick and LeBron's a muscle man, grown man moves. I mean, look at him. He just does whatever he wants. He goes into the, he just did a turnaround, went right into the paint. He just take everybody on. I mean, just unbelievable. You don't realize how big they are until you go there and you're literally on the floor or see them, you know, after the game, before the game, warming up, whatever. And you actually like stood within five, 10 feet of them. You'd realize how little you are compared to them and how, you're watching monsters play. You don't even realize it because you, you're so 
used to seeing them be good at their at their craft, like just playing basketball, you're like, and these guys are the best in the world. They're also enormous. They're enormous. And then the ones that aren't, it's an even more incredible story. A guy like CP3, Chris Paul is, he's literally, he's up to my belly button, but he will, he will light you up like a Christmas tree, like a bong. I mean, you know, it's incredible. Some of the young guys, I remember one day I was watching this story. They were talking about, uh, or during a game or something, and they were talking about uh, Muggsy Bogues. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, that guy was like 5'3", and he made it in the NBA. Some of these guys, are. can you imagine being 5'3", and going up against seven-footers every night of your life? And not only that, but dunking? Uh, th those guys were freaks. Absolute freaks. You could go on and on and on. But we don't realize, I think, when you're watching them, uh, how big they are. Most of them are really big. You know, even, you know, to them, Mafia, I think, like, you know, basically anything under anything under 6'6", you're just small. You're just not a factor to them. They don't even consider you a problem if you're under. Like, have you ever seen this kid, McConnell, uh, that plays for the Pacers, used to play in Philly, whatever? And uh, he was... Like, let's face facts. I mean, he's like, I don't even know exactly. I think he's like, I, I could be wrong, but uh, is he like, is he like, there's no way that guy's 6'3". There's no way. Mafia, can you, can you look up really fast? Do you have the ability to look up how big that guy is from the Pacers? He's 6'1". So 6'1", that's tiny. That's absolutely tiny. Like I, I thought he was like six two or six three, but when you watch him on TV, if you're watching the Pacer games, it's like, it's like he's a little child. It's it when you're watching him with the ball, he's so fast. He's like a mosquito. He dribbles around. He makes all kinds of plays. A great player, but he looks like a he looks like a fifth grader playing with grown men. You don't realize it. Take a look. Watch him the next time he plays. He's up to Miles Turney, Turner's belt buckle. I mean, it's so funny watching him play. Meanwhile, the guy's a stud. He can make all kinds of plays, floaters, step backs, no-look passes. He does it all day, every day, steals. He's all over the place. The guy's like a – he really is. You go to bed at night on vacation, there's a, a mosquito in a room flying around your ears and your head, driving you nuts. That's what he does, drives you nuts. There's always that little dude that will drive you nuts that can play. He's the one right there, McConnell. And when you think of little guys now in the NBA, you don't realize it. Like J.J. Redick, I think, is my size. I think I could be wrong, but I think he's like 6'3". And the guy can shoot like crazy. I said that today on TV. They should get rid of him. They should trade him, not Lonzo Ball. I really mean that. He's 6'4". He's even bigger than me. And he looks like a fifth grader when he's playing in the NBA, doesn't he? He's 6'4". He's bigger than me. Meanwhile, I think I'm big. And meanwhile, Mafia is bigger than I am. Mafia only cares about 0% of what I'm saying tonight, except that I went 8-0 in the NHL in bets. That's all he cares about. Mafia is just, the minute the show ends, he's going to have a gigantic beer over the fact that I went 8-0 in the NHL. I've done it many times. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
the crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. That's why I'm saying that, Mavi, is because uh, D-Book has to get off the ground. He's 6'5", uh, LeBron's 6'8". If he's guarding him, someone big guarding him, they're doubling him, whatever. That's why he gets off the ground so much, three feet or so off the ground. When he when he releases Jay, the guy's literally like, you know, uh, whatever, eight feet in the air. Uh, the guy jumps off the floor like he's jumping out of the gym, like he's scared at a haunted house jumping. I mean, this guy goes off. That's how he gets space. He gets up in the air so well over these big guys. You don't realize how big they are until you really break it down. The other thing I wanted to talk about is uh, that Purdue won and covered. They ended up uh, getting that uh, game over uh, Wisconsin. You're right, though. You can't trust either one of those teams. And we were talking about Carson Edwards, the kid that uh, used to play at Purdue. He was the last time they were good was when he was there, where they were really good was when Edwards played there, who was scoring like thirty-two a game. And now in the NBA at five eleven, he doesn't even matter. He doesn't even play. I mean, when they let him in, I, I keel over. The other thing I wanted to mention was um, this Britt Reed guy, really quick. Uh, the uh, you know Andy Reed's son. He's doomed. This guy, I'm telling you, that girl. Has got brain damage, can't walk, can't talk, been in a hospital since it happened, has brain damage for life, they're saying, and they are suing the crap out of him, and they are going after him with everything, every weight of the law. The lawyers, the whole deal, like savages. They're going to ruin that guy's life. He's done. He's going to prison for a long time. If that guy gets off, I will literally keel over. I mean it. See you tomorrow at 4 on Coast to Coast. What a night of betting. Ain't no in the NHL. Hit that Spurs game with the Knicks. I told you they'd go down there and lay an egg. I can't wait for Harden tomorrow against the Rockets in Houston. Great night of college rag, NBA. Enjoy the rest of the Suns-Lakers. Great job, Mom. Good night. Peace. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.